Welcome back to another episode of the CrossFit Bath Podcast. As always, I'm Jason, and on this episode, I will be talking with Del Kime after his third place finish in the Masters Division at Strength in Depth. And we met just a few days after to catch up and learn about uh, how he got into CrossFit in the first place and uh, how it went at that competition. Uh, also, uh, stick around to the very end as we'll be doing our first. CrossFit Bath members spotlight and we'll be learning a little bit more about Helen Grace Bennett so uh, that'll come at the very end of the episode so let's head on over now and hear this uh, nice conversation with Del. So here I am with the bridge local legend Del Kime. How how are you Del? I'm I'm pretty good pretty beaten up but uh, feeling good. Now you say pretty beaten up why is that? Uh, just a little matter of a three-day comp last weekend, just a little soiree up to London. Um, and yeah, my aged body is now, uh, uh, feeling it. It's getting better, but, um, it's, it's, it still hasn't fully recovered. So I, I think one of my favorite things that I saw from Strength and Depth was, uh, I think it was like an Instagram story from previous guest and friend of the show, Emily Clark. I think she had a pic, like a, a, a video of you. And she's got like, everybody is watching The Elite Man. I'm watching The Elite Man. It's like, wow, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate I appreciate the support. And uh, Emily's always been a, a kind of uh, a great supporter of mine. And uh, I really do enjoy it. And I get uh, humbled by some of the things that people say. And uh, I, I don't deserve it, but uh, I love it. And we've also had previously on the, on the podcast, uh, Kate, who is sort of a and well, how do we describe it? A, a, a team partner of yours? Yeah, quite we've often. We, we've done uh, we've done a couple of uh, pairs comps and done uh, pretty well. Uh, did a couple in Manchester. Uh, yeah, did uh, did very well in both in both times. So uh, yeah, it's been good. But today it's it's all about you. It's so let's forget me, these people. <laughs> we don't care about them anymore. Um, so as always, Dal. Uh, yeah. I know you know because you've told me you've listened to the podcast, yep. unlike other guests. So a <laughs> uh, couple of warm-up questions mm-hmm. for you just to begin. And now I've got a, a survey that, that members can fill out or listeners in general can fill out where they can uh, get a shout-out. But one of the things on the survey as well is uh, that they can contribute some warm-up questions. So oh. these are actually oh. questions oh. from members. They didn't know they're for you, oh, right. so okay, don't worry. Yep, don't worry. Yep. Um, and... You know, feel free to add more. If you've already sent some in, I, the more questions, the better. So that's just a little uh, appeal to any listeners. So the first question comes from Helen Grace Bennett from Bath. Uh, she's asked, what is your favorite song to work out to? Oh, oh well, uh, uh, Badders will know this. Uh, that's The Boss by uh, James Brown because it goes, because I'm a bad mother. And uh, I, I like he 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 did that once when I was walking out to in Inferno, and he also played it at Sid last week, which was uh, yeah. So that's what it does it. You've got the DJ on your side. Oh yeah, that man. Seems to yeah. be. And we've uh, uh, we've got very similar musical tastes, I think, us two. And uh, um, yeah, that that track by James Brown. It, yeah, I'm. You know, being my age, I like seventies funk, and uh, anything by James Brown would do me fine. See, controversial opinion. I prefer no music. Right. And uh, okay. so occasionally we'll be in the middle of a wad and like the speaker will go out or the iPad will turn off. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you can hear all the grunting and groaning going on. Oh. All my breathing. It's not good. Well, that's why I train at eight <laughs> o'clock. There's so few right. of us. Fair dues. Fair dues. Yeah. Um, this is from Jane from the bridge. So okay. probably someone you know that I've yeah, done. Yeah. If your food is bad at a restaurant, would you say something? 
yes, I would, but as I would try and word it as nicely as possible because I know that um, the staff, what they have to go through. So uh, I would word it as nicely as possible and um, hopefully uh, change it or get a refund. Now, I like that you said, oh, it's the staff. I know what they have to go for. I, I'm sorry for them. And not, yeah, yeah. I don't want them to do something to my food when they no, bring yeah. it back. Exactly, out. yeah. <laughs> Foreign bodies in it. You're, you're so kind. Mm, mm. Uh, and a final question then from Tiago, who's also from Bath. Uh, and he has asked, which superpower would you like to have and why? As a superpower of getting a 100 kilo snatch would be uh, would be the one, I think. Um Superpower, my goodness. Uh, ability to fly, I think, so I could go anywhere I wanted at any time. Yeah, I was thinking you were going to say something like the healing powers of Wolverine so that my broken <laughs> uh, body would... Oh, uh, yeah, but you're you're uh, discounting my age and I don't really know. I've watched some of those movies, but not. I, I'm not really into it. That's true. Well, yeah. you are forgiven. Thank you. Anyway, thank you. You, you've picked flying. That's a, that's yeah, a great, that's a great one. Superman, there you go. Yeah, I mean, just... Uh, Fly off to Sid. Yeah, yeah. Fly back. Fly sleep back. in your own bed. Exactly. Exactly. And who knows what position you're taking. <laughs> so I, I feel like we're adequately warmed up cool. now. Um, so as we've we've slightly alluded to at this point, uh, you were recently at Strength and Depth. Yep. At which you competed in the fifty-five to fifty-nine males. Yeah. Do we do we want to ask specifically at which point in that spectrum you are? I'm 58. 58. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I was the oldest in my uh, age, age oldest group. Oldest in your yeah, age group. Yeah. Uh, and you finished? I finished in third. Yes. Third. So podium spot. Yep. Yep. Uh, which arguably one of the better ones because, you know, second, you're so close to winning that you're just yep. really disappointed. Third, you're happy to be on the podium. Well, I, yeah, I, I went in the competition, one of it, it, the most relaxed I've ever been because I, uh, five people, um, qualified for the comp 15 entered i think 15 13 or 15 um and top five went through so i qualified in fifth so i wasn't i i'm not saying i went there to make up the numbers i wanted to do as well as possible but i knew that it was going to be difficult just to move up one place so to come away with third i'm extremely happy about Excellent, and I think uh, fr- from what I saw, I wasn't there, but I, I did actually think see you in the on the stream because yeah, you were, yeah, they were left running, which was nice. Um, but also from like everybody's Instagram and Mm-mm, Facebook mm. messages and things like that, uh, it seemed like you had a tremendous amount of support from oh, uh, yeah. both the gyms. Yeah, it was fa- uh, fantastic and very humbling. It, it, it's uh, <laughs> I think the highlight of the weekend, the whole weekend for me was the. Uh, uh, one rep max snatch, hang snatch. Uh, but then I turned around. There's uh, Natty, my coach, uh, um, Ed, um, Alec, and a few others, all with beers in their hands, cheering me on. It was it was great to see, but also, oh no, they got beers, they're lucky buggers. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was the highlight of the weekend. But, but the support from everyone, uh, yeah, I could hear it going on. Um, you kind of switch off to the sounds, but you can, you get that, come on, Del. Yeah, from Kate as well. I've heard her many a time. So, uh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it's good that you've got quite a, an easy name as well for people to yep. shout. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> you know it's you they're talking oh, about. Oh, yes, yeah. So, obviously, this is, um, I mean, is, would you say that that is the kind of the peak, the highlight so far of your the, com- competition yes. career, let's say? I, I th- It was 100% the biggest competition I've, I've ever done. Um 
just to set up, obviously, you know, with the professional, professionalism of uh, Strength and Depth and Ollie and all of his team, uh, we we were so well cared for. You know, everything was um, um, really professionally done. But it was just to make that competition for me was because basically, first of all, we my age category wasn't included. So it was uh, up to 50 plus. And to give Ollie his due, uh, when it, that went out on Instagram, when they first announced they were going to have Masters, and I put something along the lines, uh, very dis- I'm very disappointed. Ollie probably messaged me within minutes and, and basically got, got my feedback to see if there would be, would, would there be enough people entering my age group, so 55 to 59 and 60 plus. And I kind of stuck my neck out and I said, yeah. And then I, I kind of, put a message out to all the masters I know in the UK to like, guys, we've got to support this because if we don't, we won't get it next year or we, it won't happen again um, or we won't get the opportunity. And fair play to Ollie, um, he included us. Uh, so uh, yeah, extremely happy for that. And it, and it got over, you know, more people, subs, you know, entered than, um, than was, uh, it wasn't minimum amount of people entering, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so more than maybe they anticipated would, would do it. That's, I mean, that's great. And, uh, that you know obviously bodes well maybe for next year that fingers crossed fingers crossed yeah yeah so that, who that, knows. that second or first place is <laughs> uh, well, i think i think that's really difficult to get maybe when i step up to 60 i would i would put pressure on myself to do well but now being the eldest is tough really tough this is obviously you know the most recent and uh yeah the kind of the, the big shiny part of your your crossfit sort of thing um but if we just go back to dare I say, the beginning. Yeah. Not necessarily your beginning, but the yep. beginning of your CrossFit sort yep. of uh, life. Uh, how did you even hear about CrossFit? Well, I used to do, uh, the sport I used to do was, I used to paddle dragon boating, but also I used to do indoor rowing on Concept 2. And I used to enter competitions. Uh, and then I was looking for a, more programming uh, online. And I stumbled across this I, th- I think it was a, a short part of a, at the ranch uh, um, and they were doing the, oh, what was it? The the, bing, the tumbler where they pull out the wads and and, um, and I saw that and I saw it and, and I've just clicked a bit more, CrossFit, clicked a bit more. And then the next day I used to work with Hoppo, Tom Hoppo from, from Bath. And uh, I said, hey mate, I've seen this thing called CrossFit online. And he, and he went, yeah, there's one in Bath. And he said, do you fancy doing it? I went, uh, um, uh, uh. and so I think uh, within days we'd contacted Shacks and we went up to Bath, have, had, a, had a look around. And I think the following month, March 2012, we uh, did the intro and uh, loved it ever since. So, so it basically went from YouTube videos yep. to being in the box and that's i mean and that's interesting when we consider you're a master's athlete yeah yeah, yeah. So i was 50 then yeah theoretically avoiding technology and yeah 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 i got three children mind so it, yeah it said youtube and then in the box that's yeah, incredible yeah, yeah. um so you said that was 2012 12 yeah, yeah. Right. so you've been doing it a while a while yeah, yeah yeah um so i suppose in your case and that seeing as you have been also competing what was it then that was it sort of as soon as you started, you were like, oh, you know what, I think I'm going to have to look for some some competitions to do? Or or did it just sort of progress naturally? What was the, the spark that moved it from, I'm just doing this to, to stay fit, to, oh, I think I'm, I'm going to try and do something with this? Well, wh- when I was Dragon Boat, I was, in the, it, I was in the Bristol team, but also the GB Masters team. 
So uh, that was uh, 40 plus, and then it went up to 50 plus. Um, so I knew from my age I was relatively fit. So, um, but with dragon boating, there's 20 people in a team. So you could have, there's always a hardcore of people that were training a lot, but maybe some who weren't training as much as possible, as much as they could. So then I, th- I thought I want to try something individual. So that's why I was doing the indoor rowing. Then when Hoppo and I started talking about CrossFit, I thought I'd give it a go, but I, I never knew any, I never knew much about it. I'd never did, did properly did squats. And when, you know, at the intro, I think where Shaq said, right, we're going to try, you know, handstand press up. So you kind of, you know, when you look at people and go, what the flipping heck is that? Or toaster bar, what, what? Um, and so, so yeah, but over time, you know, I love the camaraderie. I love the, um, the buzz and just being able to, to tag along to, to people who were maybe 10, 20, 30 years younger than me and try to, to be close to them or sometimes beat some people would be, then I kind of realized, okay, I could be, I could do, be okay for my age at this. Yeah. Be okay for my age. Yeah. And I, I mean, I know you can outsnatch me, which is, uh, great and frustrating at the same time <laughs> yeah but you could probably do many other things better than me i promise you oh i don't know <laughs> doubtful it's, it's, it's interesting so you were saying that you knew you were quite um yeah sort of fit for, for your age. age yeah it's a nice way of putting it uh, how did you find then coming into doing crossfit because quite often you'll get people that um transition over from actually met somebody just the other day who sort of started doing crossfit mm-hmm. i think they were they were doing I want to say powerlifting yeah, yeah, for a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. And he's like, you look at him and you're like, wow. Yeah. But he said he's like his cardio. So when he started doing CrossFit and you sort of got, yeah, you've got this lift that for him is easy, but then you've got to do 11 burpees yeah, before yeah. the next sure, one. Sure. It, it's interesting how a lot of people move over and sort of really find CrossFit just hits them in yeah. a way that their previous sport or training hadn't. Was that a similar? Oh, 100%. 100%. I, you know, I struggled with, with many things, you know, a uh, lot of cardio or long wads. Uh, my, my engine still isn't the w- where I'd like it to be. Um, but yeah, there were many times, you know, the old classic where you, you sort of want to throw up outside or you're out on your hands and knees, you, you know, but with CrossFit, there's always room for improvement, no matter what level you're at. You know, if you've got if you've got ten pull-ups, you want eleven. If you've got fifty pull-ups, you want fifty-one. You know, it's uh, or you want to extra uh, add that extra kilo onto the bar. You know, so you're always not chasing, but you always want aspire to be a, that little bit better. So now I, I'm thinking back to kind of the conversations we've had with with Jackson mm-hmm. a couple of episodes ago. Um, the direction that CrossFit itself is is heading with with health. Yep gonna let this helicopter pass yeah. overhead before before i pick up what he's picking thought. me up later <laughs> well you come third and this, is, go, yeah, right. this is what happens it's amazing <laughs> wow. take that members member that nothing. <laughs> yeah. so my question then is obviously as somebody who who competes and, mm. and with shacks we spoke about this that you know when you when you are competing and that's your goal uh, at times you will make a sacrifice yeah. you know you may be saying well i know this isn't going to be the best for me but I need to do this for my goal. Yeah, yeah. Great. Um, I suppose once you're in the in the master's division, there's that fine line you're walking, I suppose, between what is healthy, Mm-mm. what is good for me, yep. what is going to help me get to my goals to compete, but also 
you know what's maybe safe or what is gonna yeah, yeah. and i yeah. you know i mean we all have you know aches and pains and injuries and yeah. things even when we're young and then the older we get yeah definitely seems the more you get yeah i i think i i've been really lucky the, the only th- I, you know i've got a dodgy elbow which I, I broke many years ago uh or dislocated many, many years ago so that'll always give me chip and i always wear a sleeve on it um even if it's that's for a placebo effect I, it just comforts me i i'll always wear knee sleeves um when i'm especially you know even doing burpees um but um the the my one nagging injury that i get every every now and again i've got it now is is my calf uh, can't my calves go double unders or running every now and again so but other than that my health has always been okay i've always um i don't really follow my my diet fluctuates you know at the moment i've just come off competition so i'm eating everything uh but i know that you know let's say the last 12 weeks i've been relatively good relatively i don't but i don't sacrifice everything so do you find then maybe i mean for example your diet uh, do you do you find having a you know you know that you've got a competition coming up or you've got something having do you find that helps you to dial it in to yep, 100% 100% so that even so even here we're finding this kind of balance between people going well you know competing it's dangerous it's not mm-hmm. healthy you know you're sacrificing form for speed yeah but yeah. at the same time you're saying well yeah but if i know i've got a competition coming up i'm making yep. sure i get rest i'm yep. making sure i eat well i'm training yep. selectively and and you know thinking about that end goal so even here we're constantly seeing this sort of balancing act between 100% you know like because i once i'd qualified for sid um that obviously christmas became instead of drinking throughout December etc I, I basically had you know uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and not even Boxing Day I, I had a few drinks then and I ate what yeah, everything but then it was back back on it I'm not saying I, I live like a monk and I didn't have the old bit of chocolate and a little packet of also crisps or whatever but I I was constantly thinking about Sid for, for because and Daggers from Bath will always say, because there was a book many years ago about the GB rowing team. And everything they did before preparation, for, I think it was for Sydney, was will it make the boat go faster? So everything, when you've got a competition, everything that you do, having that extra pint, having that bar of chocolate, will it improve my performance at a competition? No, it won't. So if you can, don't do it. But obviously, you know, sometimes willpower. Yeah, I think, it, I mean, even on a smaller scale, this is similar to, you know, when we was, I think when I was speaking with Ollie, he was saying, so like the idea of training in the morning, you get off on a good start and that kind of bleeds into everything else you do. Yep. And I was saying, well, for me, I train very last thing in the evening. Mm. So everything I do before then, I'm constantly thinking, you know, especially because you maybe look at the workout first thing yep. in the morning, mm. and then all day I know yeah, it's uh, coming. I know what's coming. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with Shacks, but I know what's coming, and um, and it, it's it is it, it's influencing my choices. I'm thinking, do I want to eat this? Oof, I don't know if I want that in my system when I'm doing exactly. This. Yeah, so it's got to be a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, hasn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's a great question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have a podcast. <laughs> So what benefits have you found outside of the gym? Okay. I, I, bearing in mind, though, see, 
I was asking this question, but now I do know that you were already quite fit before yeah, doing CrossFit. I, so, but I, I, I kind of the benefits are obviously I've got more energy. Um, I, sometimes at work I can be a bit grumpy, but um, but I, I, I think overall it just it makes you not puff your chest out, but just feel better about yourself. You know, n- knowing that at 58, I, I'm, I, I'm not in the best shape I can ever be, but I, you know, I'm pretty pleased and happy with the shape I'm in. Um, and that, you know, when I'm at work and I've got, bring up my lunch and it's, and it's relatively healthy, from what my average coworker eats, it's very, very healthy. And they're saying, oh, Dale, what are you eating that for? And it's like, but it's just half decent food, you know. It's got some vegetables and meat in it and there's some it's got vegetables. You know, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so and it's not processed. But I'm I'm not saying I eat that sort of stuff every day, but the lead up to Sid hundred percent. So yeah, it gives me uh more energy, more I I I don't want to sound egotistical, but you feel you feel you feel stronger. You just feel better. You know, I have fewer colds. I have, uh, um, uh, I don't get, I don't, I've, the last time I took a sick day from work was probably about, well, probably about my last job, probably about eight or nine years ago, you know. So there's got to be a factor there. Yeah. I mean, well, feeling stronger, I mean, that seems almost, um, statistical there. You mm-hmm. can, you can probably yeah, put yeah. a graph up somewhere and show people that you yeah, are, yeah. you are stronger. Uh, it's funny that sometimes you're like, oh, I feel so much stronger because of CrossFit, and then you, you kill yourself on a workout, and the next day, someone's like, can you pick up that, yeah, that yeah, small yeah. thing? And yeah. like, no, <laughs> exactly. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Or so, you know, so I'll do a mad workout here, and then I'll go home, and I can't get off the sofa, or I've or grown like a man my age, a 58-year-old, get, or, oh, I've just gone upstairs, you know. Uh, so, or, or it's, I have trouble tying up my shoelaces, you know, but then I'll be doing burpees or whatever, and uh, wobbles and stuff like that so, so you can get away with that because yeah. if people see you then they'll be like oh well you know he's, he's older <laughs> if it's me they yeah. say, what is wrong there with you there you go there you go what about so I, I'm, I'm intrigued by people around you that have you because I, I i know let's say inside the box mm. you're obviously yeah. a, a good example people can can point to you and say oh, look, mm-hmm. you know look at dale look, look what he's done that's yeah, great yeah. um has it been similar at all with people around you that don't do crossfit or have people maybe started crossfit because they've seen yeah, quite a few have started CrossFit. So, so, uh, so many people from my previous job, uh, have tried CrossFit. Some have stuck at it. Some, some haven't. And then, then the job I'm in now, I think I got, uh, there was probably, probably half a dozen people have, have done the intro and, and stuck around for a few months and some are still here. So, uh, you know, um, I think, once they realise that it, CrossFit really is for everybody and it's not this mad, you know, fire breather guys, you know, with their shirts off and six packs. So there are some, don't get me wrong, but it, you know, it really is for everyone. And, and, and I basically say to, I'd say to a young guy at work, listen, I'm 58. If I can do it, you can do it. You know, and I, I always, this is how I set, well, I don't sell it to him. I say, listen, at the beginning, I will, I will beat you in every word. I promise you, I will beat you. But, by the laws of nature, over time, if you pick it up, slowly but surely, you will you will catch me up and you will overtake me because you're 30 years younger than me and it's the way it should be. But but I will make you fight for it. You know, if you want to beat me, you've got to fight for it. 
Oh, I, I think that needs to be implemented as some uh, <laughs> catch some, the old some man system within. It's like yeah, unless, unless it's running because they're going to beat me straight away. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll cherry pick the ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we have back squats and handstand press ups, please. It, it is interesting because um, it's nice that you're so positive about it as well. Because I, I think a similar point came up. Now I can't remember if this was Mm-mm. on on pod or off pod, but when I was chatting with Kate and we were talking about this that you get people that come in and they start yep and yeah they're you know empty barbell because they they can't yeah, yeah. do it and yeah and and you you know you can look over and feel good about yourself thinking as you know i'm I'm being kate at this point yeah, yeah. look over feel good about yourself thinking you know i'm a lot older than you but look but then in a very short period of time if they stick at it just because of age they are able to make tremendous advances I like that you said as it should be. So yeah, that's, uh, it, it, you know, and and I and I and I totally accept accept it doesn't damage my ego in any way. I'm just kind of like I'm pleased for them because a they've stuck at it and, and b you know because because if I was 22, 23, and this old man was beating them, I wouldn't I wouldn't be I couldn't I'd have to accept it, but I'd have that would be my I've got to beat Dell I've got a flipping beat Dell you know so. That would would be what motivates me. Now, I think that would be a shirt coming out. <laughs> that sounds a good one, yeah. Got to be Dell. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I've, maybe they should give you the water day early. You mm. can do it the day before, and then yeah. your time could just be posted. <laughs> what days? And everyone get kept some of my in, times like, are shocking though. There so, you go. Yeah, yeah. Can you beat the old man? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You come can't. on. <laughs> get out. Yeah. Burpees punishment. How do you find burpees? Hate them. Hate but, them. But I, I get. So I get you are through. human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get. Yeah. I get through them though. I just like, you know. Uh. So, what advice would you give anyone? I suppose that is. So you've talked about you know sticking with it Mm-mm. and um, and like you know maybe you come and the first time they get beaten by you. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. would be very easy to say. Not for me, and, and yeah, walk away. Yeah. Uh, apart from sort of sticking at it, is there anything you found in your experience that you think, oh, if I, if I had known this when I began, things not necessarily would be different because you've done incredibly yeah, yeah, well, yeah. but you know, it would have made my journey that little bit easier or nicer. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know what would make it easier or nicer. I just think, I just think it's, it's listen to the coaches. You know, just because one thing we have here. And, and and Bath is is the, to me the best, you know. Um, to, and stick at it. Just you've you've you're gonna have good days and bad days. And it's not the wads aren't about burying yourself every every session. You know, it's about it's about just may, maybe it's another kilo on the bar. Maybe it's one or two more burpees, or maybe it's just maintaining, you know, and just just stick at it, stick at the process, because it works. It really, really does work. As you've uh, demonstrated well, yourself, there you go. Uh, so have you got any plans or goals that you're now, you know, now you've, you've finished Strength and Depth, what's, yep. what is next for Dell? Okay, so now I post-competition, I always go, right, that's it, I don't want to do any more. Uh, but, but, uh, this year, I, I will always try to go to competitions that are age-specific. So five, the five-year increments, like in the Open, you know, 40 to 44, up to 60 plus. Um, so uh, Raising the Bar is one that I've done from, was my first competition, so seven years ago. Uh, that's all one I've always done, but sadly it's not on this year. But 
there's the British Championships, uh, which I won last year in my age group. Um, I'll, be, I'll be doing that again in September. So that's probably the only other competition I'll do because I've used the term flogging a dead horse all weekend. And that's how I feel. It's, it's because I'm the eldest now, one of the eldest in my age category. So I'm 59 in um, November. So I kind of give myself from 59... Obviously, the following year, I'm 60. So then I enter the new age category. So basically, I always feel, well, not always feel, but I've experienced from when I came up into the 55 to 59 age category, you've got about a two-year window to hit it hard and do as well. as Now, I've had a really good, from 55 to 57, a good couple of years. So doing very well in competitions that I've entered. So I want to basically for a year from from 59 hit it as hard as possible so i go into the open of the following year of 2021 at, and i'll be 60 to do as well as possible to not say i make the games but um do as well as possible worldwide but then also do if hopefully sid will have, still be going with masters fingers crossed if ollie gets good feedback i hope and he feels it's gone well uh and that i would put pressure on myself to do well in those competitions it's interesting because you've got quite a um almost analytical look at at competing uh, and we 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 committed that terrible sin of of talking before recording right <laughs> so, yeah 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 which we, we should never have done <laughs> right um but it was interesting some of the the things you'd mentioned there and i see mm-hmm. it coming across also here yeah in, uh, in your conversation that you're sort of you know, you're you, you're not gaming the system, but you're looking at saying, well, obviously, five years, you know, twenty to twenty-five, yeah, it's not the biggest difference in the world. But when you're fifty to fifty-five, fifty-five to sixty, a few years one way or the other yeah, side, just you know, at my age, just maintaining anything is good. Like, 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 um, so naturally, your body's in decline, supposed to be in decline. So if I can maintain every things, I extremely happy i you know uh i can't remember the last time i got a pb you know but but just well i did actually I say, did <laughs> sunday yeah whoops <laughs> yeah okay i got a PB now, on now sunday. that's yeah. just clearly an age thing yeah, yeah. affecting yeah. your memory there you go. more yeah, than yeah. Uh, a training yeah thing. whoops yeah um uh so <laughs> that was brilliant um i but pb is a few and far between let's say so um i i do quite i I do the competitions because I love the, I also love the camaraderie and to know that you're not mad, you know, because, because let's say I might come here and I'll be the oldest in a class or, or there might be one or two people similar age. And, but to know when you go to a competition, there are other guys and, and women like me who are training as hard as possible, um, and sacrificing quite a lot out of their life to, to do competitions. And that it just confirms to me that I'm not mad that I'm, you know, okay, there's a few of us out here who still love competing. You know, the buzz I got from the weekend was unbelievable. So, you know, I had some many highs, but also lows when you're frustrated and you didn't get X or you didn't, you could, I didn't do well in a wad, you know, and you go, oh, I'm rubbish, I don't want to do this again. And then you, an hour later or two hours later, you're in a, a snatch and I was floating, floating on air. And I'm still happy that at my age, I can still get that. I'm not at home, pipe and slippers with a blanket over my knees watching, you know, I don't know. But you'd have had a beer in hand. Beer in hand, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or a large Jack Daniels, actually. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> it, 
it is an interesting analogy um this idea that oh you know because we're I'm, i go to the competition and there's a lot of people like me so i'm not mad it's almost like well i've gone to an insane asylum everyone's like me I can't be crazy. Yeah, exactly. So this is the norm. Yeah. But yeah. hey, if it works. But, you know, we're, we're all, you know, the majority of us got, you know, have got grown up children. You've got the worries of 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 life, of work, of finance, of domestic and, and, and all that, but still be able to get the training in, you know. And this is my, this is my vice. I don't drink much, not much, very little. Uh, I don't smoke, you know. Um, so this is my, it's my happy place, you know, for the old cliche, but it's, it's, it's what I love to do, you know, keeps me going. And what gets me through crap days at work, you know, you know, having a bad day. And what am I going to be doing later? Or, or what did I do yesterday? And da, 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 thinking about things that are going on, you know, what weight to try, what um, movement to practice, you know. Yeah. And I suppose, that, you know, the, the things you're comparing it to that your maybe your work colleagues that they're spending their time doing. I mean, at the end of the day, pretty much all of those things are going to have a negative impact on your health, on your your lifestyle in general. Um, whereas, you know, yes, this is taking time, and yes, occasionally maybe you have a, you know, you pull something or yeah, you twist yeah, something. Yeah. It could be that there's a for a momentary negative impact, but generally you're going to be living longer, better. Uh, you know, a, I mean, the fact that you know, if you're used to doing burpees and you keep doing burpees for the next twenty years, yeah you're not going to have that fear of, oh, if I fall on the floor, I'm not going to be able exactly. to stand back yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's a good, bad habit to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, God, I, I, you know, I would, I would, you know, I love coming, coming training for the, you know, also for the people, for the, for the laughs. Uh, and just to know that, I you know, we don't bury, bury ourselves every day, but to know that we've been through a good session or we've learned something new or, or confirmed what, you know, um, cemented, what we're doing and get a new movement or uh, you know could be anything or you watch someone get their first box jump for you know you know which is such a buzz someone maybe who's been standing in front of the box for for weeks or going on plates and you know one week it's a 20 kilo plate next week it's a 20 kilo plate plus a 10 and it's going up and suddenly they get the first box jump it's fantastic that's like someone getting the one rep max back squat or something else you know it's just as um life affirming and um rewarding and i suppose you know you're saying pbs don't come along all the time it's almost like you get to experience it through them yeah uh, yeah it's sort of definitely uh, definitely pb by osmosis I suppose. well and also you know when when people you know when people first start the first few months or first year or so they're getting a pb every week and they're just you know because well, i was going to say something really it, so, it sounds condescending but the starting weight is is relatively low but they you know but they're they're working a bit it's heavy for them at the beginning you know and every week they might be going five or ten kilos more you know but then sorry folks it's going to hit you you get a plateau and it takes quite a while to get that extra kilo but uh but when you do keep working at it because it will you, you'll get there yeah i think you notice it when you hit the point where you're not allowed to just go up with putting two fives on the yeah, side yeah. each time. Yeah. So you're doing jumps of 10 yeah. like, for ages. Like, yeah. oh, I did this and then two more fives, two more fives. And then you get to the point where you're like, we're going to have to get the small plates. Yeah. And, and yeah. then you realize, ah, okay, now yeah. 1.25s on each side and you're happy that you've been able to put that well, extra bit on. The fractional plates in here are actually mine because I, I got them. Well, also uh, I got them, uh, uh, got them for Christmas a few years ago from the kids actually. But um, because when you do the open, the, the the weights are often 
43 kilos or or uh, 38 kilos or something like that so i don't want to lift more than i have to so you know if 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 i could only round up to 40 why 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 lift two kilos more than someone in the states is doing you know so i i got those for that but it also helps if people are getting pbs to put a kilo plate on you know or half kilo see we come back again to your very analytical yeah 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 it's got to be done competition yeah so um i think you know we've 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 mentioned it throughout uh, from the very beginning of the of, of our chat but you're obviously that at sid um so a lot of people are there they've watched you for it quite a number of people probably have no idea what that was or or you know they're thinking well hold on so, so i saw some of that online or i saw some posts on instagram but it wasn't that matt fraser and and all these you know where were you so so you were in as we've already said the you know the the masters yeah. division 55 to 50 59 so what exactly was that experience just for somebody who's maybe doesn't know what happened wow. so talk us through your your weekend I well well okay so um we had to uh so i went up on thursday because we had to register on thursday afternoon or early evening so funny thing was I registered about half an hour earlier than everyone else because usually I volunteered at Sid. I volunteered at Sid from the beginning. So they let me, you know, I came in and they, oh, yeah, you can register. Literally like five, ten minutes later in walks Matt Fraser. Casually as you like. You're kind of like, that is Matt Fraser. That is Matt. You know, the history behind him and all that. So, yeah, so I registered on a Thursday uh, and then we had a master's briefing Friday morning. So that was in the main arena. They took us through the movements of all the wads in day one uh, for the Friday, which is, well, one of them is running. So a 3K run. Look. Um, and then, um, so we had the briefing. Then I went back to the hotel. I tried to rest as much as possible because the, the, what can happen when you're at competitions is that you're standing around talking to everyone because you haven't seen people for months and you're chatting away and, you know, uh, in the end, you end up getting just as, uh, more fatigued by standing around so I went back to the hotel uh, rested yeah and it was and we had an athlete's area so so we could leave all our bags it was a massive area with tables um, and you could get um, had a water cooler and uh, you know it's so yeah really good so we were hanging you know there most of the day if you weren't back at your hotel um, so it was very well run so you'd get you knew that if your wad was say let's say at th uh, three o'clock you knew you had to go to the um you'd be warming up about quarter past three half past three depends on the wad and then you get called 15 minutes before and you had the the pens you'd be told okay you're in lane one so you stand next to number one then when it was ready for the wad one of the volunteers would lead everyone out you stand there and then you'd open the gate and you'd go out and your name would be called and you like and then you'd uh, do the wad yeah and then come back you know hopefully doing well go back to the area or sometimes I'll go straight back to the hotel and um, yeah it was like that for the whole weekend we had two wads on Friday uh, three on Saturday two on Sunday people are thinking oh man I do one a week and I'm uh, <laughs> oh yeah and I'm done during the open you know, do the open workouts oh, God. it's yeah. like one and you just that's your weekend yeah. and here you're Basically, doing yeah. two in a day three in the next day yeah uh, any that really stood out for you as uh, ones you re well obviously I know I know one <laughs> that you did like yeah yeah uh, which, which one was that well that was a uh, hang snatch of course yeah yeah just just because um, I but also I feel more pressure because people expect me to do well so it's a double-edged sword you know if you if you're if you're you feel you're mediocre at something you think oh anything that happens you know yeah. will be a bonus but um, with the hang snatch 
I, I would back myself to do well. But my whole thing is I can't change what someone else can lift. I can only lift what I can lift. So if someone lifts more than me, fair play. So, and uh, uh, the guy who won our competition, a guy called David Doig, who's a great friend and a, an amazing athlete. Um, we both went out and um, we both started on 65 kilos. So he's in the lane next to me. So we're watching. And also remember down at the end of my lane, there's Al and Ed and Natty all drinking beers. Come on down, boy. <laughs> you know. And um, so I did 65. David did 65. I did six, uh, 70. He did 70. And we're watching each other. I put 72 and a half on. I did it. Uh, so did he. And we're literally within seconds of each other doing the lift. Then with 30 seconds to go, I did uh, 77 and a half. And um, lifted it. And literally with about 20 seconds to go, he did it as well. So we 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 joint won the wad. But the camaraderie then, well, both of us said that was one of the best um, experiences during a, during a competition. Um because we were both buzzing, it was it, well, ecstatic. Yeah, it, it's. I suppose it's probably a, a an atmosphere you just can't emulate anywhere else, or it isn't it? Because as you said, you've got you know friends and coaches and people you know cheering you on from one side. You've got your competition, but it, it's interesting actually. If if people watched, you know, I, I mean, I know many were there as volunteers, but also on the live stream. Uh, but it's so amazing to see how there is this sort of. This is, they don't view their competition as their enemy. No. Does that make sense? And, and so there's this constant kind of, you know, it, you want to win. the world, but We saw quite often teams or individuals would win. They'd finish. They'd go back because that person just could not get up the rope. And they're all there cheering them on, giving them advice, tips. You know, this will make it... You know, the idea of giving your competition advice and yes, tips... Yes, it's not often that happens, is it? No. It, it's no. crazy. So, I mean, I... You know, that must have been a, a great experience for you. Uh, to I mean, obviously, I, I would have preferred to, to have, you know, won, won outright. But, but the fact is that um, we matched each other. It was, we were laughing halfway through. It's just like, you know, you bugger. Uh, but um, a, a but rocky respect. moment of yeah. trading, trading but, blows. But, but pure respect as well, because uh, it was a PB for him as well. You know, so, uh, you know, both, both of us to do it on the day. And we came out of that absolutely beaming and we went to the athletes area. We were chatting away for ages afterwards because, uh, you know, so chuffed, really chuffed. So I suppose I have to ask, which ones didn't you like? And again, I already know the answer, but which ones didn't you like? Well, I didn't like the run, oh. but, uh, but, but, but I, I suppose through the, it was the one on, um, Saturday morning, which we were in the Noco Arena. Uh, so what I really loved about whole, the SID experience is that um, often masters or, or let's say the RX uh, will be put in the corner, you know, and just, but uh, Ollie allowed us uh, the masters to perform on the big stage twice on the Saturday morning and Sunday morning, which was a, you know, a great kudos to us. It was fantastic. So yeah, on the Saturday morning, I forget what the word was. Did, did that have the rope climb in it? No, no, no. That was Sunday morning. Was Sunday morning. This was the, uh, oh, 15 toaster bar, no, 20 wobble, 15 toaster bar, 10 cow bike. Well, I mean, of course, you've said wobble. It's understandable yeah. that it's oh, the worst workout. Man. And I think the wobble hit me in the face uh, early on. So then I hacked off with it. And my toaster bar aren't great. So, uh, uh, and I think my, some of my competitors doing 15 straight off the bat. And so straight off, I'm thinking, okay, okay, um, this isn't going well, but I keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah that was my uh, uh least favorable experience but 
overall, every, you know, the judges, the volunteers, and uh, just the way everything was run was uh, fantastic. I would recommend it to anyone, really would. If, if you could, if you don't um, volunteer, go and watch it. Or if you can quali- have the chance to qualify for any age group, go for it. Go for it. So I think uh, really the message we want to sell, send out to people mm. is, is, you know, look to see what's going to be the next age group up from where you are now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Dig down deep. Yeah. Maybe you've got four years, three years. Train as much as you can. Yeah. And then as soon as you creep into that age group, yeah. it's yours. You, Go for it. You've got that window. You've got probably a two, as I say, when I turned 55, I had two years of of uh, winning a two or three comps or do, doing very well. And because um, I was the youngest. And, uh, you know, uh, but you also get that pressure because I go to competitions and guys will walk up, oh, here's the man to beat and all that. And I'll be like, oh, shut up, please, not me. And I'll turn around looking for someone yeah, where's else. Where's the man to beat? I <laughs> yeah. <see>. yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, as I've got to the to the latter stages of the age group, obviously, obviously uh, I just want to hang in there, you know, and do as well as I can. If I can do well, great. It's an interesting um, progression you see within sort of the competitive side of CrossFit, isn't it? Because you've got the, the teens divisions where, again, being being kind of the the well it's sort of the opposite of the of the age of the masters isn't it that if you're kind of the oldest in the group that's a big advantage yes yeah 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 they tick over into the you know the the standard let's say the 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 general uh level and suddenly like they're really they've got incredible capacity they've got you know great gymnastic skills quite often but they've just not been given physically enough time on the planet yeah. to yeah, build still up the growing. strength yeah, yeah. that some of these guys have. So what you see, like Haley Adams, was oh, incredible God. because Amazing. she's so young, but yeah. she's like performing. But you see that for her, that not that not. I don't want to say it's a weakness because she's far better than I am in any of these things. But you see, whenever it's sort of a heavy barbell, there are others just they have this advantage over her. So it's incredible what she can do. But with the next few years, you know. And with a coaching team behind her, jeez, you know. And then you you tick over into the, <laughs> yeah. the masters, complete opposite. And suddenly it's the re- the reverse. Yeah. The younger you are in that age, yeah. in that age group, that you've got that incredible advantage. But I mean, it is it, it is so impressive just to see you guys throwing down and and as you said, like you can grab your coworkers, you can grab people yeah, that yeah. are, yeah, you know, or even you know, just pass a kind of a global gym and grab a couple of people who are yeah, there, yeah, why not? Who are there yeah. every day of the week, yeah. But then say, right, let's actually put your fitness to the test uh, and it's amazing what uh, you know some of these older guys and girls can yeah 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 definitely do so thank you very much for well, doing all of this it's incredible and also you know being savvy enough to come and do a podcast hey <laughs> this is my first one you know it's been great yeah, yeah well i'm, I'm really easing good. you in for that i imagine you're going to get the call from all the big names oh soon, yeah you know, <coughs> yeah after. <laughs> so what's my fee yep yeah yeah uh, we'll, we'll talk off air <laughs> brilliant <laughs> anyway, thanks very much Dale. it's been an absolute pleasure having you on thank you very much thank you well i hope you enjoyed that chat with uh the local legend del kaim uh, very interesting to to hear everything he had to say about competing in the masters division and and getting into crossfit in general uh, so as i said in the intro we're going to be uh, looking at uh, one of our members from crossfit bath this uh, this week and so that's helen grace bennett uh, also known as hg in the box uh, so there's a, a few questions on the on the survey. If you haven't filled it out yet, look in the link and you'll be able to uh, go there and, and fill it out. And also, please send me some more uh, warm-up questions as I'm running out. 
so uh, what did Helen have to say? So um, what time does she usually train? Well, she said uh, she's usually at 9.30, the girls' class. So uh, no surprise that we've never done a workout together. Uh, her favourite movement in CrossFit is the snatch. So uh, I always think that's a good answer. Most hated movement? Well, she said it's a toss-up between thrusters and running. Uh, but she thinks that running uh, kind of has the edge on that. So um, uh, I'm going to disagree. I think thrusters is probably worse than running for me. But, you know, to each their own. So how did she find CrossFit? So she says she found it through Beck Gould, who was her sports masseur. And Pete Stables, who was her PT, personal torturer, as she called him. Uh, she said this was about uh, six or seven years ago. She recognized Shaxx from Coombe Grove and that she immediately loved the variety and uh, she'd done some Olympic lifting in the past, but aerobic conditioning was always a challenge. And she said, I enjoy the uh, camaraderie of working with a group who you get to know, support and encourage. And I love learning new things. So I love the way there's always something to work on and progress to. I think Dale mentioned something similar uh, in his chat as well, didn't he? Uh, but she did go away for a little while. She had to stop uh, CrossFit at the end of 2014 as she was diagnosed with cancer. but she And she didn't manage to return until May 2019. Uh, so she's working on getting her skills back and to increase her strength over the last few months, which has been quite a challenge. Uh, but she did manage to get over to Dublin for the Irish sanctionals, uh, so it would be the filthy 150, uh, and looking forward to heading up to London to watch Strength and Depth, which she will have already done uh, at this point, and I hope that you had a good time, Helen. Uh, and that's quite incredible as well, uh, talking about the uh, uh, being diagnosed with cancer. So that's, uh, I didn't know that. So, um, wow, uh, incredible story. Look, uh, look forward to maybe learning more about that. Who knows, maybe a future guest on the podcast. I always ask for a fun fact as well. Uh, so it could be about yourself or anything in general. Uh, Helen has decided to uh, share a interesting fact about herself. Uh, she was the only UK photographer at the 2010 Vancouver Paralympics and won some gold medals for her images. Uh, she's asked if that counts as fun. I think that that's pretty fun. Uh, if we want to follow Helen uh, we can uh, go to her Instagram that is HelenGrace7 and maybe I'll put a link to that in the description as well. So there we've learned a little bit more about uh, one of our members so um, be nice to do that each episode so I look forward to the next one. Uh, maybe the next time I'll try and do it during the recording unfortunately I wasn't able to do it uh, this time so it's come here uh, in the outro but um, we'll see what happens uh, when I sit down for the next interview. So that's everything uh, from me today. Uh, links in the description for all the uh, the social medias. So for Dell, for Helen, for myself. Uh, and I look forward to uh, seeing you all again on the next episode.